two dudes, one tiny ass apartment. Does it get any more Disney than this? Relatable delinquents who talk about life, alcohol, athletics, partying, university lifestyle, coitus, and everything in between. A lifestyle podcast for young adults who don't know what's going on. Wait, wait, <laughs> that's not how it works. I'm Nathan Baylor. I'm Caleb Bluston. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Minimal Filter. Minimal Filter. Minimal Filter. Two guys who really don't know what's going on. After a couple week hiatus that saw one of us wrap up school, one of us get an extremely weird rash, and both of us go to Vegas, we finally are back with the world's greatest university podcast. Ladies and gents, this is episode 29 of Minimal Filters. Yeah, we went to Vegas, and in doing so, this episode will be entirely based around our trip to Vegas, but for the fans, we will also throw in the nails of things you do in Vegas. And as you all know, no matter the episode, no matter what stupid shit we bring up on the podcast, we will always rinse off the show with our shower thoughts of the day. And as usual, this episode is brought to you by the number one source for adult toys, Adam and Eve. Who wants better sex? Not me. I don't either. But the best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now if you're looking for better sex. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item. That's a lot of items. It's a lot of items. But that's not all, Bales. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. When you get one item, they'll also send three bonus sexy items and six free movies. <laughs> Gotta love movies. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just use code MFERS at checkout. That's capital M-F-E-R-S at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to just this podcast. So be sure to use code MFERS to get not only the discount and free goodies, but also 100% free shipping. Code MFERS, all capitals. As mentioned, this is our Vegas episode. Vegas, we fucking made it. Barely. Barely. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I got a lot of things to say about that place. Um, They're not all great either. Not great. Some of them not good. Some of them terrible. Um, but we're going to give some tips and tricks to the... Oh, almost burped oh God, almost podcast. <laughs> yeah, just like I did in Vegas. Um, <laughs> tips and tricks on what to do in Vegas, what not to do. Um, if you ever decide to make the trip to that awful city. so And... Like you guys all know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I uh, hope you'd see you next week. All right. Yeah. All right. What happens in Vegas stays in Thanks, Vegas. Thanks, guys. Um, just kidding. No. It's, what, that is true, though. What happens in Vegas usually stays in Vegas, but we didn't have an experience quite like the movie Hangover, even though I must say the movie Hangover is quite literally Vegas. Yeah. It sums it up pretty well. <laughs> um, I would say if you ever go there, Fremont Street basically sums up the trash part of Vegas pretty well. Yeah. Um, our plan here for this uh, little Vegas trip storyteller, is that what we'd say? I, it's just, yeah. We're going to have storytelling. There'll be more stuff that comes up into my brain as we talk, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. I don't remember literally 39% of the trip. Yeah, that's a pretty fair number. Like, I'd say. There was, there was, There's a lot of it that just is. The thing about Vegas is you don't actually fucking sleep, you just pass out for like an hour. Yeah. There's no, there's no like fucking, your body doesn't run on schedule. We were there for, well, I was there for. Four nights, technically four and a half, almost five days. You were there for three nights. 
but it felt like we were there for a whole fucking month. Yeah, your I, body just does not. I, I was only there. I was day. I was there for a day less than you, and I couldn't have stayed one day longer. I, I could not. I almost have. like. I think I almost stayed an extra like a day too long. Yeah, it was fucking. Yeah. Ugh. Um, okay, we'll start it off. Kale, you went the day before, so you can kind of give your breakdown yeah. on your so first night in Vegas. My Thursday, it started off honestly exactly how I would expect my traveling solo experience to go. My mother dropped me off at the airport, and I immediately got lost. It's the Calgary airport. It's not a hard airport to fucking navigate around, but I don't fly. I don't travel a lot. I, I got so lost so fast. I have went you, to. Have you ever heard of things called signs? Yes, but that's the thing, man. They're all in like English and French, but. It, which you think actually would help me more, but it's just, it, it just fucks me up because I don't know what international means. I don't know if that means like within North America or outside. It, it's fucked. But all I know is that I stood in line at the WestJet Canada to Canada line for like 25 minutes. Hmm. Someone finally came and helped. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what to do. I have a one suitcase. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, Vegas. He goes, oh, well, you're on the wrong side of the airport. So I have to fucking literally hop on this little like buggy. This guy gave me a lift all the way to the other side. And I, there was nobody, just me, in this line to, like, huh. international. But, yeah, then I got there, met up with Randy and Tav. We sat, had a few beers. Flight was delayed. And let me tell you, once you land in Vegas, if you've never been there before, try your best to sit on the right side of the airplane. Because I think it has the better views when you're flying into Vegas. So you don't actually see the strip yet. You just see kind of, like, the desert and just, like, you know, what Nevada is. And you fly over TPC Las Vegas, the golf course. Once you land, the plane turns around and it switches you directions, and then you see the strip, and it's honest to God out of a fucking movie. It it is just because it's literally just like a plot of like it looks like a yeah. like there's a Lego city literally man in it's the like, middle of a desert like it's literally just like there's nothing around it like when no. like most cities obviously have like more stuff around it it's literally like Las Vegas the city and then just desert around yeah it. like when you land in Calgary or like fucking anywhere else you fly over like the city first and then you fucking land and you see everything but when you land at the vegas airport it's like you literally it's desert and then you just see fucking like 30 skyscrapers and you see a fucking roller coaster and you see new york new york and you see the luxor which is like probably the world's biggest pyramid oh it has to be i don't know how big the actual pyramids are like the ones in egypt but this pretty one's big. fucking giant have you have you been there yeah oh, yeah You've been to Egypt? No, I haven't been to Egypt, but I'm pretty sure they're bigger than the one that in Las Vegas. This is my guess. I don't know. Tab was telling me that he heard that, like, they're actually pretty, like, fucking deceiving. They're not, they're kind of, like, overhyped, the actual pyramids. Well, probably. They're, like, just rock. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so Thursday we landed. Uh, the funny thing is one of us drove up. It went all the way to fucking Great Falls and then to Vegas so they could get cheaper booze because booze is way cheaper in Montana than it is in Nevada. I believe that's what they were doing. But we didn't know that was their plan. You're not supposed to say any of this. That's actually legal, what he did. Well, it, no, it's not. State-to-state yeah. state, transportation of alcohol is not, it's not legal. It's like us bringing know, man. booze from I'm Alberta not from BC. there. Yeah, I'm not from there. So. Yeah. Okay, perfect. But one of us bought booze. I didn't say a name, so that's fine. And the rest of us flew, landed, didn't know that they were getting booze, so we also got booze for ourselves. Get to the hotel room, meet up with him, got all checked into our rooms. We had like 13 bottles of vodka. And probably about 240 beers because we had time to do what we needed. So we yeah. all bought booze without, without, without knowing that we already had booze supply. But, yeah, and then we like, you know what, let's just take the night off because Baylor's not here yet. We don't want to have a fucking super fun night without him because you don't want to be hungover when Baylor arrives. That was, that was a lie. We were completely wrong. We underestimated what our own boundaries were set as. And we got fucking blacked out night one. Mm -hmm. We all got lost on the strip because we don't know where we're going. Yeah. And uh, spent about 400 bucks night one. 
Yeah, I was just hanging out uh, at my place, doing nothing, uh, and you guys were all just ripping me in the group chat. Were we? Yeah, I was. Everyone was saying "fuck you, bales" and stuff like that, and I was just sitting on my couch, just like, "Come on, man!" I like, was like the worst FOMO ever. But it's not just like you can walk to downtown. Yeah, with FOMO. It's not like we're in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, "All right, well, I guess I'll just wait till tomorrow." But Facts. whatever. It was, but no, it was like night one was honestly cool because I got like kind of like a precursor to what the strip was like. We were staying on Fremont, by the way, in a sick hotel. Yeah, it was baller. It was yeah, like, absolute fucking five star. Yeah, we stayed in a literal one-star hotel. I think it was actually, like, the cheapest hotel in Las Vegas. Probably. It was on Fremont Street. For those of you who don't know, Fremont Street's basically, like, I would maybe almost like Stephen Ave of Calgary because there's, like, you walk. <laughs> yeah, you walk but it's, like, just trash. It's, there's, like, yeah, there's lots of street performers. There's, like, little circles that people can there's just sit in. There's a circle that the homeless sit in, that your performers sit in. I mean, yeah. everything. It's set, up, it's set up for Las Vegas as it should be. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's the yeah. original Las Vegas too. Like the yeah. hotel thing, I was like the first ever hotel. Yeah, and the strip like just became for rich people. My one taxi driver said that like the he doesn't he's from Las Vegas and he never goes to the strip. Really? Like he like he'll hang out on Fremont Street, but he'll never go to the strip because how expensive it yeah, is. You, so. you don't spend less than like four hundred bucks a night just walking and then buying. You see something cool, you're like oh, I want that. You buy it. Or what I fucking what happened to me in night one too before you were there is I got absolutely fucking. What's the word I'm looking for? I think I wrote down the word. I don't know how I forgot it. I got absolutely swindled. swindled. Me, and, me and another guy, we went and saw these beautiful girls and their headdresses and the feathers. Like the ones who walk around and just like, oh, want a picture? Took a selfie. Like, okay, 20 bucks. It's like, oh, fuck. What, what are they going to do, though, if you don't pay them? Dude, That's what I don't understand. Their pimp is back there fucking just waiting out of He's a bush somewhere. to just jump you. I guess, yeah. Because like, and They like, wouldn't jump me, though. I didn't say no. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to fight with this girl. I'm going to say, whatever, 20 bucks, here you go. For literally a picture that I don't even have anymore. Oh, nice. So I just gave this random yeah. girl 20 bucks. She probably got like fucking 1000 bucks in an hour. Oh, easily. Cool. Yeah, easily. Um, Girls have it easy in Vegas. Is that, all you, pretty. is that all you got in your first night? From night one, yeah. I don't really need to get into too much night one because it was just, you know. Okay, so I can, I'll start off just quickly with uh, mine. I mean, I got there Friday. I landed. Um, you guys were already at the pool. The best um, pool ever. Yeah, it was pretty sick. It's called Stadium Swim. If you guys are ever there, like honestly, a great one to hang out at. Like, I literally saw when I landed, I saw like this big billboard, and it was for Stadium Swim. And I was like, oh, that place would be sick to go to. And then it ended up being the one that you guys were at. Yeah, floating, um, just marinating our fucking. Anyways, beer. we can start getting into the fun stuff here. So I have no idea why, but like as soon as I landed, I felt this internal pressure to like get to your guys' level, like of being drunk. One hundred percent. So I literally had like five drinks in the first hour i was there and i can honestly say that made me drunk as hell as soon as i landed and got to our hotel um next thing i know i just wasn't sober for the rest of the weekend dude so. we literally we were at the pool we knew that you were about to land so one of us left met you at the hotel and literally it's a two minute walk to our hotel you guys took an hour we're like where'd they fucking go you can't yeah. you're, you're buckled i'm like ah oh, they must yeah. have fucking had like five or six pots oh yeah before. i had way too many to start it off um yeah I, like i'd say and then we went to this pool um we just go through the night. So then we left the pool after a few hours. Nothing exciting happened. We were just at the pool. Um, and then we decided, as you're supposed to do on a bachelor's trip, you go to a strip club. Oh, was that night one? Yeah. Really? Well, for me, night one, yeah. Oh, fuck. So I we didn't go to a strip club, but not just any strip club. The... It was the most expensive, and from what I've like being told, it's the highest end one in Vegas called Spearmint Rhino. It's it was honest to God. Before we get into the absolute gist of it, when you walk up there, it's like you knew it was expensive. You oh can yeah, just tell. it isn't like the fucking bourgeois or like the fucking whatever else, the blondies in Calgary. Like it was a legit. 
I don't know. I wouldn't even call it a strip club, man. It was like a fucking gentleman's club. Like yeah, it was. it was crazy. But like, honestly, for how much alcohol I consumed, like, I probably would have enjoyed just as much. Like, if we went to a strip club where like the dancers were missing like arms and limbs or teeth like, like or anything, a, honestly, like an Alabama strip club. Yeah, like yeah. honestly, I would have no. I probably wouldn't have noticed. I'd been like, all right, like, dude. Strip th- club. That's the issue. I like at that strip club. I so first of all, you walk in, and they ask you if you want bottle service, and it's like. You immediately say no because it's six hundred fifty bucks for one bottle. Yeah, I mean uh, that gets you a booth, but then again, when you're at the booth, you're spending more money and more money and more money. But you walk in. Actually, this is the funniest fucking thing ever. Bales, I don't know if you remember this or not. Three of us walked in. You were at the front. You put down like forty bucks at the table. You're like, I got these three guys. I, I got these two. She goes, Oh, you need more for just yourself. Yeah. Like, wait, yeah. what? It was sixty-eight bucks to get in. Yeah, I was so confused. You, 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 thought, you thought you were being like the nicest guy ever. Like, oh yeah. I thought I was letting everyone's covered. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> sixty-eight bucks for one person to get in. So immediately it's like, wow, there goes half my fucking wallet that I brought from the rest of the night. And then you literally walk in, get patted down, which was scary because there's like ten guys with probably with obviously they're strapped. And you walk in, but there's like a lineup of what, fifteen, twenty girls just mm-hmm. waiting for you. It isn't like the ones in Calgary where you sit down, watch a dance, and then they come and find you after like half an hour and say, hey, you want to dance? Sure, you spend 200 bucks and just stare at someone. They literally are lined up. You walk past, they fucking just grab onto you. Hey, baby. It's, like, it's, oh. it's the greatest business idea in the history yeah. of ever. And, and they, like, like, like you literally walk into the strip club and there's immediately a girl on your arm. Yeah. I had two girls. Not a big deal. But, right. but that's, again, that cost you twice as much. <laughs> well, yeah, I ended up buying, I bought uh, three shots of tequila and it cost me 80 bucks. Oh my god, dude! I think one, yeah, it's. I, uh, so I don't, yeah. honestly, I don't even want to get into too much of this because it's just like I want people to go for themselves and experience it. But it like spirit. I, I honestly don't want. I if I like had to recommend, the only way I would go there is if I was rich as fuck. Uh-huh. That's the only way I would recommend going there. If not, like don't. You're, it's a money trap. If it you're going, if you're going with high rollers that can fucking slip you some money or buy you some drinks too, because like if you're 22 years old. Living in an apartment downtown, starting a podcast. Obviously, you don't have a fucking lot to money in your bank account. Don't go to Spearman Rhino. Literally, literally just hoovers your fucking money. Like, mm-hmm. it is unbelievable how quickly your money goes away. But I also sobered up while I was there, more or less. Because I was, we were there for, like, almost two hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And then you and I got separated. That was um, kind of scary. Then we got separated. Uh, that's all I want to say about the strip club. I mean, there really isn't too much, except for how fucking expensive it is. I walked around at one point. And I've never been more scared to just walk around in a place. Yeah. Like it felt as though no matter where I went or like what I did, I was going to get in trouble unless I was spending money. And that, so. That's the thing, man. So there was, when I first walked in there and the girl who grabbed me, we were sitting down and she sat on my lap and asking me questions. And I don't know why the fuck I said this, but she was asking like, you want to drink? And I'm like, no. She's like, wow. I'm like, oh, I'm sober. I'm, I'm just like here to hang out. And she goes, oh yeah, why are you sober? I said, I had a kid last week. I said I had a kid last week. That's why I was being a good boy. And so she left, which is kind of what I was trying to like hope. I'm like, I don't want to spend money on you. Four seconds later, not another one. Oh, dude, it's not like, fuck, I literally have to get out of here. But yeah. I didn't because I'm like, you know what? I'm here in Vegas. I can't just be the guy to just dip out. Um, but yeah, you're right. Walking around, I didn't do that because I knew for a fact I was able to kind of comprehend money a little bit at that point at the end of the night. I, I didn't was, No, I didn't spend money when I walked around. I just walked around. Okay, well, that's good because at the end of the dance, when I was like kind of sobering up, I was walking around, like, basically to the exit. But again, like, this is going to sound so objectifying to women. So, sorry if this is going to hurt your feelings if you're a stripper or a go-go dancer. But I don't see you as a woman at that point. And I see you as a dollar sign. 
I just see you as somebody. I literally, I'm walking past. I'm like, that's forty bucks. That's eighty bucks. Yeah, that's gonna I, cost me one hundred and forty for ten minutes. I'm like, fuck it. I just kind of like movie. I like fucking dodge all these girls and like walked oh, yeah. out. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm like, oh fuck, where are the boys? Yeah. So we text in the group chat. Yeah, three, so of you, three of you were already back. We were in fucking Fremont. So we were back at Fremont. And despite me being very unsober, I still had the courage and the strength to reject this trash of a woman. Good. Um, and was, she was, she was doing trash. The, she was doing the thing where you like brush, like they brush your arm and then yeah. like kind of like, like get near your chest. And like, I immediately like looked at her like with the sarcastic smile, you know, the bra meme, like of the guy smiling. Yeah. That's yeah. like the facial expression I gave her. I was like, yeah, right. It was like, a, it was like not you, ever going to happen. You can get me. I'm Nathan fucking. Yeah. Baylor. Like number one. I'm like I'm not single. Number two, I wouldn't. I literally wouldn't touch like a, a human like a uh, human being like that. Even if like I was getting threatened to like have my testicles cut out of me, like it was that bad. Oh, it was just like it was just I would never. Was she standing in a circle begging for money? Was it like that no, kind of... no, no? It was literally <laughs> just like oh, like a woman with her friends, and then she just kind of like waved up to me, and I was like, mm-mm. respect. Ain't no thing. That's fair. No, but so yeah, you were back in Fremont at that time. I think I was literally just getting a taxi from Spearmint back to Fremont, which. The one thing, I don't even know if it's a suggestion or not, but I think I'm, taxes are fucking expensive. That's oh, what yeah. I spent half my money on was fucking cab fare. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't know if I should just tell them, stay on the strip then and just walk. Because you need to go to Fremont. You have to go to Fremont and strip and even amount yeah. once you're there. I think, I think we should have done it like just like maybe once. Like if you're staying on Fremont, go to the strip once. If you're staying on the strip go to Fremont once like I don't really know like you don't want to do what we did where we literally went back and forth every day yeah and it was just like an easy hundred dollars in cabs for sure every, oh my god it was fucking insane but once we got back I found you and the boys and I went right up to the hotel this is why I love Fremont this is why I love where we stayed for like a little piece of where we stayed I liked went up had like three or four beers I literally dude and I don't know if you remember this I don't know if you were there but I know that the other guy was I'm trying not to name names just to be safe. All right, yeah, yeah. But I opened a window out of my hotel room, and I literally, you look from my window at the Golden Gate, you stare right down at the stage. And I was literally sitting there, drinking beers, talking to you and the other guys. Like, like I was, like, standing with you, but I was literally just drinking free beers in the hotel instead of spending 40 bucks down on fucking free money yeah. for three drinks. Yeah, no, it's, if there's one thing I want to say, is like, I fucking hate, Vegas because of like how expensive it is like yeah. maybe when I'm a baller I'll go there mm-hmm. you know when I'm a rich podcaster but that ain't happened till then and I, I wish I could say like oh yeah if you go there and not and you don't drink you, you won't spend money but that's not true because you got to eat you got to transport mm-hmm. you have you have to fucking drink too yeah. you can't be at Vegas sober yeah I would agree with that if, if you're we tried, man, yeah. like no we did not what do you mean we tried the, the night I got there Thursday, we're like, yeah, let's just fucking go walk around the strip. Oh. And, but we're like, you know what? Night one, fuck it. We got literally getting yeah. blacked out. And the only way you could sleep is if you literally got blacked out and passed out. By oh, 100%. Night. Yeah, that's like the only way you could sleep. Because we so. the stage right below our fucking rooms was... Had a rock concert going till 4 a.m. every day. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Minus, it was kind of sick. Minus the awesome part. It was. Uh, do you have any more memories from the first night that I was there? Man, the problem with fucking... I was even telling you before we were fucking writing down notes for this podcast. I said, I wish I kind of like, not blogged, but kept notes of what we did each night. Cause like, just like you said, I didn't know Spearman Rhino was night one. I thought it was like the second or third night. Yeah. I guess for me, it was the second night. But yeah. Th- what we did and when we did it just is, it has, there's no time 
in Vegas. The city does literally not no. sleep. No, yeah. it's not a lie. Well, my my last solid memory from, uh, from the first night um, was when we were at McDonald's. I don't oh know if you God. were there. You, you what do you mean if I you weren't fucking there? I was literally Mentally. physically there. Mentally, um, you were not there. And I, me and a McDonald's worker got into it. I I hate to be that guy who gets into it with a McDonald's worker, but. No, like you, you love you so love I didn't want to like you were only allowed to stand up because they had the seating area closed off, and I was like, no, nah, fuck this, like I need to sit down. So I just hop over this ledge and sit down, and then this one worker, like obviously came up to me and said, you can't be over here, and like in classic like douche fashion, I was just like, why, 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 and why not, man? Tell me, I why. left, I left eventually, but like I mean, I like to apologize for that, yeah. Um, but that was how my last night really wrapped up in my brains. Yeah, so if you were working McDonald's on Fremont Street, Saturday, April... It's Friday. Friday, April 9th. 8th. Whatever day it was. Then, then Nathan Baylor apologizes. But no, that McDonald's fucking sucked. We were there for about an hour just yeah. to get a fucking burger. Yeah. And then literally right after that, get into Saturday, I woke up and you guys all went for breakfast without me. And yep, I dude, was you disappointed in myself as a human at that point. I'm not trying to be a dick, but you literally... We're the biggest grump bitch every morning. We literally, every morning, us other four were gone eating breakfast. You were just in bed. I, I And we didn't even leave you. you. Like, we tried. Your roommate literally got, like, woke you up. And at the one time, you were literally snapping me. And then an hour and a half later, snapped me again because you just went back to bed at, like, from 10 to 11.30. I don't know what to tell you. I literally have the body of a four-year-old when it comes to drinking. Like, my hangovers make we were me with want four to pass away. And they were fine. So, what does that tell you? No, they're, they're 30. They're, no. I just want to pass away every time I drink now. It Facts. sucks. But while you were fucking sleeping in the mornings and right before you go and get your classic subway, we were all at uh, White Castle. And I've only known about White Castle from Harold and Kumar. I think that's what it is, right? Harold and Kumar? Yeah. But, dude, White Castle is the greatest creation of all time when it comes to fast food. You order and then three seconds later your food's ready because they make it on the go because it's busy. And all it is is, were you there and all with us? No. I was in bed. Like All it said. is is these small little like there's there's sliders. sliders, but they're not they're not like a like a ground beef or even like a, it's like a like a thin. I don't even know. It's like it's fucking cut right out of the cow, and it's fucking Crazy. put in the frying pan. It was like eight bucks for four of them. They had pickles and onions. The fries nice. are waffle fries. It was fucking good, man. Yeah, White Castle's good. Uh, I, yeah. Once I got out of bed, I had Subway, and then all of a sudden we were going to the pool. Um. That pool was the best because we we went there every day. Yeah, but I got to be honest, man. Like when it comes to women in Vegas, ninety nine percent of the gorgeous people are employees at somewhere. Dude, like no matter where you 100%. go, I'm gonna give some benefit of the doubt to visitors. No, nope. but like that's me being like giving like a lot of credit to people who go to Vegas. But literally, like the only good looking ones I saw were like good like were the employees. I swear to God, dude. No, and it's no fun because they again like not trying to fucking. Actually, I'm not the one who hired them, so I'm not the one being fucking misogynistic to the rest or whatever. But every single employee at Stadium Swim was about 5'8", skinny, big boobs, big butt, blonde hair, perfect teeth. Yeah, it sounds about right. They, were, yeah. they all looked the exact... And they, they had sunglasses on. They all had the exact they, same look. They have to make a lot of money there. Like, there's Dude. no way they do... Like, they so have to do really Stadium well. Swim, we, we probably were the cheapest people there because we literally just sat there to float and watch the Masters in baseball for four hours a day. But... There's about 100 chairs on the second level down below. I guess first level, technically. Those chairs cost 400 bucks for four hours, or 100 bucks an hour. And then the cabanas behind us were 2,500 bucks for four hours. Yeah, that's insane. And there's 17 cabanas. And those girls, 
the stadium swim employees were just walking around, going to cabanas. Hey, you want some drinks? And it was all high rollers there. Like, it, it, blow, all... it blows my mind, like just how, like me just sitting there in that pool and watching all these people just spend money. I'm like, I couldn't even fathom the thought of like spending that much money on a cabana. Like it doesn't even cross my but that's mind. A, yeah, for us it doesn't. But if people who have that money, that's nothing to them. Like if, if you have money to spend that much on a cabana, you have over seven figures in your savings. Yeah. Um, you are a millionaire. Yeah. After the pool, like we went to Caesar's Palace. Um, well, the we set went. that they made for the movie The Hangover. Is that um, was it? Yeah, that's where we went. Um, and here was my biggest like. And that light. was during daylight. Yeah. Yeah. But here was like my biggest like light bulb that went off is like, for those of you who don't know Las Vegas, like you probably think it's just a bunch of hotels and everything, and um, obviously there's clubs, the bars, or whatever. But literally every big hotel in Las Vegas is a city. Like it has Dude. malls. It has like literally grocery stores, convenience stores. Every single like big hotel like caesar's palace uh the wind new york new york they literally all have everything you would need like you could literally live in one of those like, it is fucked you could live in those i Dude, swear to god caesar's palace is like there's like 41 buildings that is caesar's palace yeah there's a fucking there's a literal like massive mall and like it's insane to make matters even worse for baylor and i we walked into the nfl store which was a sick fucking store walked back out and half of us got split from the other half. And we're like, where'd they go? We're like, oh, maybe this exit will just fucking do it, do us good. We walk out this door that there was no re-entry on the opposite side of Caesar's Palace, which you wouldn't think would be that big of a deal. 25-minute walk to get to the other side. Dude, we ended up on the freeway. Yeah, it's literally Caesar's I'm Palace. Walk, I'm walking drunk on the side of Las Vegas' freeway. Like a plus a 30, one or some shit. In plus 35 degrees Celsius weather. Yeah. My swass was so awful. Swamp like, it felt stuff. awful, and I couldn't imagine how it looked because I was wearing gray pants. So, like, I feel bad for anyone. Yeah, you were wearing pants in Vegas. I was, I was too. You were wearing pants at that time. Oh, you want to know why, though? Because we were going to the Vegas Golden Knights yeah. game. So, we went to the Golden Knights game, and just so everyone knows, the show that the Golden Knights put on not only outside of the game, but also inside, it literally puts the Saddle Dome and the Calgary Flames game like to absolute shame. Like, but it's you almost can't beat Dome Poems, though. Never. Yeah. No, you can't. Especially oh. when you compare prices now. Like, I thought I was paying a lot for beers when I went to, like, Flames games. But you want to compare that to fucking $20 for a King Can of Bud Light? USD as well. So we're paying, like, almost 30 bucks for a King Can Bud Light. Yeah. It was insane. I couldn't. But, it hurts me. It literally hurt me. They also, they fucking won 6-1 against the Yotes. So it was a sick fucking game. Like, it was fun to watch. But the funny thing about the Vegas Golden Knights fans, or even just, like, the atmosphere is maybe... It was almost sold out, man. Like, there was probably, like, 15,000 people there. Oh, yeah. About 130 knew what the sport of hockey That's, was. yeah. I had that in my notes. I was like, I can't believe the amount of people there who, like, literally didn't know what was going on. Like, people right beside you. The people beside me, like, they were just yelling the most random shit. They would be like... Like, the goalie would, like, fall over and then to be like, oh, he's so fucking bad. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I was, I was just confused. Like, as someone who, like, obviously played hockey and everything, like, I would say, like, there's about 99% of the people in there literally only go for, like, hits, fights. Yeah. Like, you know, you're basically, like, American shit. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I also feel as though um, 90, like, I'd say most American arenas are like that. Now oh, that yeah. I think about it. Because... I feel like that, yeah. Like... Maybe other than if you maybe went to like, like, like Minnesota or like I think Nashville likes hockey. Yeah, but like uh, anywhere like warm, I feel like people literally don't know what's going on. Florida, like, like Florida, Tampa, yeah. like even Dallas, because I feel like it's such like a football like yeah. place that they really don't know what's going on. You're right, absolutely right. But um, what well, my favorite part about that game was that people also didn't know when to cheer, so there'd be oh. like literally a simple breakout. 
someone like get to the red line and dump it, but right before they're like, oh, yeah. it's like getting hyped when he's at the red line dumping it in, and they're like, oh, like it's the atmosphere there is is, is sick and. We were walking around in our fucking Kelly You Pucked the Knights shirt. You were wearing yellow, I was wearing pink. You were wearing green. Green. Yeah. And there was a guy, which I'm actually so upset. There was a guy who like fist bumped us and talked to us because he was also wearing a Robin Leonard Sucks vest. The next day he's on the TSN Instagram account. Yeah. I don't know how we didn't get on it. I don't know Whatever. how either because we stood out like a motherfucker. I got like 10 people to take a picture of me oh, when yeah. I was upstairs. Yeah, the same we had. But yeah. And then as for the rest of... Fucking that night. I don't know. I don't we, just, know. we just walked around. See, the thing about Vegas, too, is that, like you mentioned, how all those, like, Caesars Palace, MGM, Venetian, all those places, it's like their own little city. You almost, you can't just walk in the outsides of these places and, and like, look and be like, oh, I saw Caesars Palace. I saw, you got to walk inside. Because mm-hmm. every single casino is themed differently. Every single casino has their own cool shit. The Venetian, which I'm pretty sure... It might. It's the one that has the big Eiffel Tower because it's like it's the Italian one. Venetian kind of has Italian, so I'm pretty sure it's the same one. You walk in there, which I don't. I don't think you did, but on night one we walked in there. The ceiling of this casino in the main like slots area is painted like a sky. It's like well, that kind of looks sick. But we stayed there for like five minutes, and every half an hour, I guess the sky turns into a thunderstorm, and it starts cool. to rain down into like these canals that you can float into these canals like it's fucking insane it's That's like fucked. literally it's like its own little resort these own like these places well, yeah they are yeah it's Actually, literally they a are. city yeah, yeah it's literally a city and you saying it's a resort is quite literally what it is yeah. like they literally are called resorts you're right my bad um the last thing i remember from that night is uh getting yelled at by a dealer which was fuck stupid apparently i was putting my money on the table wrong oh really that's what I, yeah so <laughs> quickly do this night right when we got back to fremont we were all standing around, and I'm like, I'll see you boys in a bit. Because I don't like gambling in front of people because it stresses me out. And I'm like, oh, they say something, I put it on that. It's like, oh, I should trust myself. I went and sat by myself at the roulette table for probably like 30 minutes. I ended up winning 200 bucks. After that, I was excited, so I came and found you guys. I'm literally walking up to this table, and you're just getting screamed at. I'm like, oh, fuck. What a better do. There's a- I, I realistically didn't do much wrong like i just put my money on wrong and then there was one point when i was like leaning over the roulette table that's what it was no uh sorry like the wheel and she got mad at me and i was like i'm just trying to see where the ball fucking lands like well i'm also pretty sure you're under emphasizing that because when i walked up you were literally somebody was putting reaching over to grab their chips and you literally reached over them yeah it's my fucking place I own that's, it. That's the thing. That's you can't I do that in it. Vegas. I own it. Um, but it was really. I talked to the one guy who was with me, like while I was gambling. He even said he was like she was being like very, 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 very mean. Oh really? She was a mean dealer. She was just. She looked like she dreaded the fact she was working there. Which I mean, I get it. I understand. But I'm just there having a good time. You don't need to yell at me. I'm that's, sensitive. You don't need to yell at me. Yeah. What a biatch, bro. Yeah. What would you? Uh, let's do a quick little rating scale on uh, Stadium Swim. Mm, the pool it'd be like a four and a half out of five yeah like if there was like a full-on like uh i think a five for me in vegas would be if i was like in a pool with like bubbles lights and bubbles and fucking there was bubbles and yeah like a nightclub i think that would be my five but i'd say it's 4.5 i could i can i agree because mainly because stadium some saved my life like it literally you'd soak away the sorrows from the night before all the while you'd have this 40 dollar Lemonade vodka slushy, which was so good. Forty dollars, yeah, it's, um, it was totally not worth it. Yeah, I would say Stadium Swim was probably just a four. Um, I like, I know four and a half, mainly because the Masters was also that weekend and it was playing, which was fucking nice. We got to see basically the ending of the Masters on Sunday, so that was fucking cool. But um, I don't know. Go to, 
to Sunday. Yeah. I thought I was dead sober the whole day, but then I realized I had like probably like 15 beers throughout the day. Like I, like I literally thought I was sober by the time I went to bed and I was like, wait a second. I literally had and, this much to drink. And that's the thing because so Sunday, our plan was to walk around the strip sober enough to remember it. During the day, we were there around like fucking one or two. Probably like two or three. Yeah, it was a bit later. Because yeah. that was Golf, no? Yeah. Yeah. So we literally walked around the whole strip. But the problem with that is that you walk into any little... We were kind of souvenir shopping too. You walk into any souvenir shop, and boom, there's a fridge with these tall boy Vizzies. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll buy this keychain for Meg and I'll get a Vizzy. So okay, that'll be 10 bucks. Perfect. You walk out and it's literally plus 30 again. You're drinking four tall boy Vizzies. That's like fucking 10 normal size. Yeah, no, it hits like for me. I think the only reason why I felt sober is because I so violently abused my body the two days before that for my body, it felt like a break. It was like, oh, these are fine. Oh, he's only having 10 drinks. Yeah, he's only having 10. This is fine. Yeah. But that was almost probably my favorite day. I think the last full day. It it definitely has to be because of top golf. And for like those of you who like have never done top golf. You don't have to be a golfer. You don't have to have ever swung a golf club. You can have so much fun at Top Golf, dude. It's it. I honest to God think that eighty percent of people who were there, I was watching, didn't golf. Ever oh yeah, in their life. which which honestly, it didn't matter. Like it was so fun. You can play your different games or whatever, and oh. just the vibe of the place is like just perfect. I also it won hundred bucks. I forgot about that there from the fucking accuracy bet against Tav. Oh, yeah. That was sick. But no, there's... Humble break. Yeah. There's like, what? I think there's five targets that you hit into. And the cool thing about Top Golf, and for those of you who say, oh, yeah, I've been... No, the Mickelson National in Calgary does not have a Top Golf. Heritage Point is not making a Top Golf. It's just making a double-layered range. Top Golf is like its own, its own fucking business. Oh, yeah. And it has a GPS in every single ball. There's what? Probably fucking 20,000 golf balls there. It's fucking ridiculous. Because there's like, I think there's 250... There's a lot of golf balls there. No, 250 like sections. There's four levels. The last like two 50. sections, the last two sections only have like four or five up there. Oh, They're really? smaller because it's for VIPs, which is where uh, I should have been, but whatever. Yeah, true. But no, like there's, we played like some, a lot of accuracy contests, and then we played Angry Birds, which was the most fun. It where was you, literally, you, like, on the whack. big screen to your right, it would say like land in the green target for the best, and it would like land green then on the like the fucking. AI, it would bounce, and it, you, you literally were playing Angry Birds, and you'd yeah. explode these little It things. was, honestly, like, it was so much fun. And it, like I said, you don't have to have ever swung a club. Like, go there, and you'll have so much fun. Something like that you'll have fun at no matter what. So. And in order to make it sound even better for all you, there was four of us for two and a half hours. And we literally probably had, I think, five beers each. So that's, I think it was six. I think it was honestly so, six. Yeah, so 24 beers. Two and a half hours of Top Golf, only four hundred bucks. Only hundred bucks a each, person. which is American, but still like one thirty-five. Like yeah. still like not like it was honestly. I was shocked. I was like, damn, yeah. that's not bad at all. hundred bucks for and and we got a sick fucking picture too. There's literally a, the best uh, picture I've ever seen in my life yeah. of any picture ever. A girl, we'll post it on our. Oh, we haven't. Yeah, we'll post it. But a girl came around with a camera and a big flash on top, which is funny because Tav looked at the flash thinking it was the camera. <laughs> but she's like, okay, we'll take a nice picture. At that point, there's five of us because one actually had to leave because they were not feeling too good. <laughs> Heat stroke to the max. It was Heat fucking. Stroke. It was tough to see. But yeah. and then she goes, "All right, now Vegas pick," and that's the coolest picture ever. Oh yeah, like it's it's, it's a great picture. It's but no, Top Golf was, oh my god, man, it was so. It was like the way we did. This is almost kind of a summary here, but a, a pre-summary. The way we did Vegas from day one till day five technically was the perfect 
fucking order. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Like, you go really hard for a couple of days, and yeah. then you kind of like relax a bit more with like a nice top golf. But also get hammered without, without even knowing. Yeah, it. which happened. And then after that, we basically just walked the strip for a bit and then gambled. Yeah. That's about well, it. Well, we we walked the strip, at, literally, because top golf is at the MGM Grand, which is like the end of the fucking or start whatever way you want. But it's at the it's a one far side of the strip, and we walked. To the other side, thinking we'd save money on a taxi. We even used the the tram, which or the fram. That was the night before, actually. Really? Yeah, that was when we were super hammered. That like that night because it was after the Golden Knights game when the one guy wanted oh, to take right. the tram. You're right. This night, the rest of us learned from the mistake that night. And we're like, well, let's just cap cap. Yeah, but the funny part is, quickly about that, the fucking taking the tram. We walked the whole trip the Vegas Golden Knights game, which I saved money because we were like, it's a Saturday. The tax is going to be like at least a hundred bucks. It was twenty six dollars. Yeah. Uh, for literally four of us, it was literally a twenty-six dollar tax. It was the cheapest tax we've I had. I have no idea how it was twenty-six bucks. I literally don't get it. Again, taxes is all about time. It does like a flat rate of probably like fucking eight bucks. It was like two bucks per person, and it's time. He didn't hit one light. He like took some random shortcut, and it was like fuck. We got there in like eight minutes. Yeah, it was nuts. It was insane. Um, all right, overall, unbelievable weekend. I will never forget yeah. that for the rest of my life. Um, however, I literally have zero urge to go back ever. I have. Right now, like I do not have a single ounce in my body that says maybe we go back there. And I was like, <sighs> maybe, reason, maybe when I'm rich, maybe when I'm a billionaire. That's the thing you have. Like, maybe that, the reason why I'm saying no to going back is I have no fucking. I don't have enough money to do that again. I, I'll say it right now, I spent almost two grand. Yeah, I was near. I spent almost two grand in fucking four nights, which is which actually leads me to my end. I had the world's worst anxiety ever when we're all in the airport. The reason why wasn't just because the booze was because I had to literally switch flights last minute. You guys were all the one thirty flight. Mine was five. I don't even know if I told you about this. Mine was yeah. at five thirty. So I had to spend fucking half an hour on the phone with WestJet, paying an extra beep amount of money just to get on your guys' flights. I did not want to sit by myself in the airport hungover. I I I just don't know like why where the hype is. I get it. I get part of it, but for me, I think honestly, my word to describe Vegas overrated. Really? I think you can go somewhere else and have way more fun and for a better price. I truly do. But that's the thing. When people... The city itself is. Your experiences aren't, but the city itself. You know, I'm, but which I'm doesn't gonna, really make a lot of sense, but I'm trying to say. I just... I think I hate it. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say overrated. I'm going to say overhyped, which is almost the same thing. Which is almost a simile. Yeah. But I think I give it more respect. Sin- overhyped fuck means... Simile fucks in them. God damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anger charge was always my worst subject. So that yeah. makes sense. No, but like the reason, the only reason why I still say you got to go to Vegas is because it's fucking Vegas. You got to, you have to do it. Everybody to, has, you have to do fail. it to do it. Everyone has to go to Vegas at least once in their fucking twenties. You have it's to. It's the law. It's, it's the literal it's like, law. It's the Nevada law. The, the law of the Nevada district no. is you have to. All right. Um, do you have anything else before? Yeah. Last thing I'm going to say is that right. right before we took off an hour and a half late for our flight, it was an hour and a half delayed. Right before it took off, I get a beep, beep, Amber Alert on my phone. And it says severe dust storm. Yeah, that was I'm like, nuts. oh, well, that can't be that severe. I un unroll my wind, like un unroll the flap you on my window. You pull, you pull it up. Yeah, pull, pull it up. Not down to open it. I opened the window. Yeah, and literally couldn't see the airport. Dude, this it literally <laughs> scared the fuck out of me. It was like Mad Max. Have, yeah, but like, uh, what's he gonna remind you of? The one Mission Impossible movie, like Rogue oh Nation, God, where Tom oh, Cruise yeah. is like outrunning the dust. Yes. That is literally, it literally, like, you oh. couldn't see anything. I was literally like, this is insane. And four minutes after that Amber Alert, whatever, I guess it's called an Amber Alert, emergency alert, whatever. Whatever. Uh, we took off. 
in a fucking dust storm, and the turbulence was horrible for the first 10 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I was watching Spider-Man, so it went by quick. We made good time, and we got through customs good, and they didn't find my fucking narcotics that I brought back. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, baggage took an extra hour, which sucked, yeah. but we were back in Calgary. And, you gotta love flying. And um, I'm still hungover. Yeah, I, yeah, I just hate. I hated myself the whole time. I have no... Because luckily I'm done school. I had one thing to do left of school. You're not done at all, but I am. I have zero regard for day of the week. Yeah, that basically like fucked up my entire body yep. in every way possible. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right. Nails. That's Vegas. Nails of things to do in Vegas after we gave you guys our summary, our brief summary, which lasted 40 minutes. Oh, I'm also going to give rating scale five for Top Golf. Yeah, I give it five, hundred percent. You don't even have to be a golfer, like I said. Yep. You could be um, a motherfucking swimmer. You could be, yeah, you can be anything. Sure. All right, nails of things to do in Vegas. Kale, I will flip. You call. Yeah, I'll call. Tails. Tets. Fuck, dude, that's like eight in a row you've won. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think this is karma. It's karma that's in general. Zero sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, all right, my one. What's your one one for things to do in Vegas? Okay, my one one. Most basic and obvious answer possible. But it's got to be getting drunk or blacking out. Illegally, like, so I'm not talking about the kind where you're, like, not functioning and just laying there. I but love this answer. Because of the city itself and the energy or it could even be the smell of the city. I don't fucking know what it is. You're always alive and buzzing even if you're literally blacked out. I swear to God, it's it's kind of nutty the way it works because it's too loud and it's there's too much going on to black, actually like black. You can't just lay down yeah, you like can. until the very end of the night when you're in your bed. It literally is physically impossible. Oh my God, that's I love that answer. You want to know why I love that answer? Why? So your number one is blackout. My number one of things to do is I can't remember. I can't remember. Number one thing is I can't remember. Fair enough. So we should just leave it as that. We'll post this. It'll be Nathan's pick, Blackout, <laughs> Mines, Can't Remember. Can't Remember. That's, that's Vegas. These are, that these is are Vegas. like the best I, two, number one. It Vegas literally picks. just sums, like, it's what you have to do. Um, Should we just leave it like that? No. Post that, but actually have, we'll post a mock one. I got it. I, okay. Uh, my next one um, kind of goes in line with that is puke and rally. Oh, did you? Yeah. Like I said, you're basically intoxicated the entire time. And if it ends up getting to you, you don't have a logical answer. Yep. Like I swear to God, like that first night when I showed up and I said like I had like whatever, how many drinks within the first hour I was there. Yep. It would not have been physically possible for me to do anything the rest of the night than curl up in a fetal position had I not pulled trig. See, and that's the thing about pulling triggers that it literally saves lives. Oh yeah, like it does, and it's it's and here's the funny thing too is that I was making fun of literally, literally and metaphorically. Oh, and how about this, guys? Me and Bells weren't even roommates on this trip. We, we didn't even have the same hotel room. It was fucking hilarious. We were rooming with other people, but the guy I was rooming with, I was making fun of night one because he had the worst heartburning that he ever had in his life, and I'm like, what? He goes, I get it from sugary drinks. That's all we had was sugary drinks. So I'm like, okay, well I don't know what heartburn feels like, but whatever, suit yourself. Night two, so your first night, I had my first ever heartburn. And it was the worst feeling ever. He literally goes, go pull, go, go pull trig. Yeah. Like, okay, I went and pulled trig, and it was the most acidic, sorry, that's kind of gross, most acidic vomit ever, but it saved my life. I actually heard, like, I don't know if it was, like, WebMD or, like, I don't know, the World Health Organization, but I actually heard only pussies get heartburn. Okay. See, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying to him, but then, boom, I got it. So till, I, till, I, till I get it, man, that's yeah. what it says. Okay. Um... That's a good number two. My number two is get lost. Yeah. Get like you lost. have to get lost at least once or else you're not actually in Vegas. Yeah. 
It's yeah, like no, literally you... the movie The Hangover, it's about people getting lost. Yeah, least... and that's quite literally just there's so much going on all the time yeah. that unless one of you is dead sober and like has like a map on you, if that's a thing, or yeah. a compass, you literally don't know where you're going. Absolutely. Yeah. It's you need to have someone with you who's like a navigator or this is funny because this actually happens. Someone with you is wearing a lime green or a lime orange shirt every night. Yeah, it's just logical. Because they stand out and it's it's so necessary. It's logical. Yeah. Um, my next one is saying the word no. I love that. Uh, the amount of people who offer you things, you know, whether it's stripper cards, mixtapes, fucking street tattoos. I mean, <laughs> you got to say the word. At, you say no as many times as any other word in your vocabulary while you're there. It's because the like, it's, only reason why is because if you say yes, you, you end up paying money or you get jumped. You're paying money or you're stuck with them for like 20 minutes. And those 20 minutes are them saying, pay me, you bitch, or I'll fucking kill yeah, you. Yeah, it's nonstop no matter where you are. I didn't even, oh, I forgot to even say like strip clubs. Like the amount of times I had to say no just yeah. at the strip club was insane. So yeah. like the only way you don't do that at strip club is if you're a gazillionaire. So obviously me, yep. not one yet, mm-hmm. but. I like that answer. My answer, again, kind of matches yours. It's be beta. Be you're, beta. You, you cannot be an alpha in Vegas. You will get out alpha by anybody. Oh, yeah. Fucking. And by that, I basically mean like, don't argue anybody because you can literally get shot or jumped just like that. Yeah. And it's actually kind of like, there are some terrifying, Fremont Street, there are some terrifying people walking around. Yeah. I felt like being like a little prim and proper blonde haired, blue eyes guy. I was oh, going to yeah, get jumped was, just and, for how I looked. Dude, it, the worst part is that we, to get to stadium swim, we were wearing our fucking tight little swim trunks, our tight little fucking John B shirts and our, a hat. We looked so jumpable. Oh, we yeah. lo- our face looked so punchy. We looked like we looked there. like the biggest like tourists, oh, douchebags, tourist douchebags. Yeah. yeah, and it, it's so yeah. Be beta. Like, don't ever. If someone's like up in your face, walk away, ignore them. Don't fucking don't try to talk back. You will get hurt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, be beta is my yeah. my third. Uh, my fourth is hate yourself. Yep. Um, well, I mean, is- you don't really have a choice but to push through the pain every day while you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but waking up the morning and realize you have to do it all over again makes you question your existence in the universe so and that's fucking awesome too because when we woke up it was so painful knowing that i have to be after i have to go get dressed i have to put on clothes i have to walk out there in the heat i have to do something so me and randy we literally had our bathtub was our cooler because the fucking golden gate has no fridges every hotel room i've ever been in has many fridges Golden Gate had none, even though it's a fucking plus. That's why it's the one, the one star hotel, yeah. So we literally had our, our bathtub plugged. Our drain was in there, and we went down the hall and grabbed like fucking a garbage pail full of ice and dumped it. Every morning, we'd go right to the bathroom and just grab beers and just fucking start drinking, just like, hair the dog. And it, yeah. hair the dog, that's where I'm pretty sure the same I, came from. Was I just literally, like, every morning I was there, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I, I truly did hate myself. Yeah. I truly did. Yeah. So... Um, I like that. So hate yourself is that's literally Vegas. Like yeah, yep. Um, my fourth is put all of your cash on black because I did that twice and I won both times. That's a terrible idea. But do it because it worked. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I was literally anytime you go anywhere, put it on black. I had two hundred and forty bucks left in my wallet at the end of Saturday night, and I went and sat down. And I, whenever I play roulette, I do this thing where I don't just sit down and like put shit right away, put money on like right away. I read the table and I like no, there's no actual patterns in roulette. It's a fucking ball and a, and a wheel. There's no patterns. It's all randomized. But I say, it's like my own mental game. I say, okay, if it, no, no money down. If I say, if it lands on red this time, I'll put it on black next time. If it lands on lows, I'll put it on highs. I just say random shit. 
and it never happened for like the first four. And then I'm like, you know, if it lands on high even, I'll put it on black. And it happened, put it on black, 240, got it. Holy dude. I'm like, that's, You're a professional that's gambler. Vegas. You're a professional gambler. Th- that is the trick to roulette. You put everything on black. Because night two, I had about 68 bucks left in my fucking wallet. So I had left 68 bucks, put it on black, I won. So that paid for like my Pringles and a pop. Yeah, my, my one night that I went out, I fucking doubled my $100 into 200 and then the next day I just lost it all. So yeah, was, is that when you were about to get beat up by that woman who was dealing? No, I won money with her somehow, actually. Why she got mad at you? That was you the night I won. a white preppy boy lacrosse fucking haircut who just took her money. I don't even like lacrosse. Yeah, you um, are lacrosse. What's your fifth and final one? All right, my fifth and final one. Unless you're a billionaire or someone who has a billion dollars, you got a pregame. Yes, that was going to be my five. You got a pregame. Fucking right. Hard as hell. I'm going to say pregame in your hotel. Is that what you want me to say or just pregame? Yeah, sure. Go pregame. I just, any place you go that there's a crowd is going to cost you a minimum of $20, $30. Yep. Like minimum. Yep. So pregame. It's the only way to survive unless yeah. you're a billionaire. So. And it's fine, too, because I was so excited that, like, cause I've always heard, like, beer is cheaper than water in Vegas. Or, like, in the States. In the States. Not Vegas. In the yeah. States. So when we landed at the hotel, or landed at the airport, and then we taxi to the nearest liquor store, I'm like, I'm going to literally spend 40 bucks for a fucking, like, 40 drinks. It's going to be, like, a dollar a drink. That made no sense. Let's just say fucking 12 bucks for a 12-pack. Dude, it, it's literally... The, the Las Vegas liquor store that's right next to the airport, they know that it's tourist money. Oh, yeah. They literally, I spent more money at the liquor store than I did at any liquor store in Calgary. That's, I yeah. spent about 60 USD for like 48 beers, a 48 pack. Yeah, you played yourself. I absolutely played myself. Yeah. I'm like, fuck me. That's like almost $100 Canadian dollars I spent for 48 beers, which I would literally do at the fucking solo liquor at Uncle Tokes. Yeah. It's All right, what's your fifth and final? Uh, things to do in Vegas is avoid Spearmint Rhino. (laughs) (laughs) My last was going to be pregame in your hotel, but I think avoiding Spearmint Rhino is probably the smartest thing you can do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Unless you're, like you said, a high roller. Yeah. All right. My, I'll summarize mine. Yeah. Nails things to do in Vegas. Blackout. Duh. Uh, puke and rally. Duh. Say the word no. Duh. It's a good recommendation. No means no. It does. Hate yourself Mm -hmm. and pregame hard as hell. Yes, my, this is going to be a good one, man. we tight, tight match. My five are, I can't remember, get lost, be beta, put all your cash on black, and avoid Spearmint Rhino Strip Club. Yeah, very good job, well done. Uh, we'll wrap the show up here with our shower thoughts today. Nope. We got to go, what didn't make the cut? What were your honorable mentions? I don't really want too. I got basic ones, you know. You got your yeah. gamble. <laughs> I have. I have go to a strip club. I have. I mean, go to Wahlburgers because you didn't. Were you there either? No, yeah. I didn't get to go to Wahlburgers. Night one went to Mark Wahlberg's literal. He was there too. I got a picture with Mark Wahlberg and Donnie. No, you didn't. There we did. I, I'll show you. Shut up. Uh, yeah, I just had basic ones for the rest. I luckily had five like stellar ones. So I literally had my five and your five almost, yeah. except for I didn't say the Buchan rally. All right, shower thought of the day. Would you like to go first? Sure. All right. So my shower thought of the day, which I'm not sure if yours is or not, Bales, um, it's Vegas themed. Very nice, thought. yeah. Very and nice. it's, okay, so it's only the saying, oh, he's got a gambling problem. They only say that if you lose. No one says he's got a gambling problem if he wins. I guess my, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't ever, don't say you have an argument. 
<laughs> but that's man. Like I guess my argument could be is that the house always ends up winning, no matter how how much. Not, not against me. Nope. True. You are a professional. I am a pro gambler, and yeah. I want lots of money. But it's only a gambling problem if you lose. Otherwise, you have a steady income, and no one talks about he's. Oh, he's got like. What does he do for a living? Oh, he makes money gambling. Oh, nice. What does he do for a living? Oh, he's got a he's, broke. he's got a gambling yeah, good problem. Good point. It's it's one or the other. No one talks about it if you actually win. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I accept that. Um, Thanks for accepting my thought. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, in honor of multiple pictures of me flipping people off in Vegas, because there was a lot of those. Um, luckily, I didn't flip off the wrong person, because like Kale said, there are some scary... There's some bad mambo-jambos in Las some, Vegas. There's some people you don't want to fuck with. Oh, yeah. um, if you don't consider your thumb a finger, technically, there is no middle finger. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, technically, you weren't giving anyone the middle finger. I was... No. Wait, but do you consider your thumb a finger or no? I do. So, you then you just contradicted that you're kind of... No, I, but I said, if you don't consider... I honestly don't consider my thumb a finger. So, I say you, don't have, have a middle, no. yeah, you don't have a middle finger. You have ten phalanges. You only have eight fingers. Two thumbs. I, I don't have a middle finger. You do? I don't. I just have whatever this, this means. And... If you yeah. guys can't see, I'm flipping flip them off. off. My my fourth from the third from the right finger. Yeah. Whatever. All right, that's all I got. Good. Um, overall, Vegas experience. Hate it. Four out of five. One. There, it's together. It's a five out of five, right? One. All right. Peace We're, out. Peace out, guys. Love y'all. Hey listeners, I'm Christy and I'm Melissa and this is Buried Motives where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back and that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media 
Network.